Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the live call-in show from this past Sunday night, August 28th, 2022. It's you, me, and Scotty G. Scott's back from his long trip to Walt Disney World over the past 10 days, and we get some highlights from his trip, including Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, his stay over at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, a great review of Hoop-Dee-Doo Review, and more. We also get some great calls. Don calls in and tells us about his upcoming trip to D23 and what he's excited for on that trip, including a great uh, ADR over at Blue Bayou. And we also speak to Caleb out in Kansas, and he talks about his experiences with his trip down at Walt Disney World, how he had some unfortunate battles with the rain when he was down there at the same time Scott was visiting as well. Of course, today's show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. For all of your Disney trip planning needs, whether it's to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, the experts over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan a magical Disney vacation at the lowest cost possible. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line. It is Sunday night, August 28th, 2022, and it is you, me, and Scotty G again. We're glad to have Scott back tonight, and we'll be taking your calls at 407-413-9395, over the next hour. But uh, we're going to talk some Disney and Whatever's on your mind is what the topic of the hour will be. But if you're checking out the show on the feed here on Thursday, happy Thursday to you and happy college. This is actually week one. Now, if Wade calls in, we promise not to talk football because his team went a long way. (laughs) I can't even get as a Mizzou fan. I want to so bad, but I will pass because he is a good friend. (laughs) So we won't even talk about it. But. We're going to talk Disney tonight. and But, yeah, if you're listening on Thursday, this is the kickoff game for the Mizzou Tigers. We are a Thursday night game packing the zoo, the Tiger Stripe game, as we take on Louisiana Tech. And I'm so excited because for the first time in my life, now I've been a season ticket holder for many, many years at Mizzou, not the last couple because Mallory had to cheer on, th- on Saturdays because the junior high – uh, football was always on Saturday, so I kind of screwed everything up there for a couple weeks or for a couple years. We, we went where we could, but uh, we're back to being season ticket holders. And this time, for the first time ever, we actually have a seat instead of sitting on grass on the hill. We now have not nothing fancy. We have a bleacher like we have an assigned number that we sit our rear ends on in the seats so we're super excited about that so we'll be out there thursday night tonight if you're listening so cheer for our tigers as we take on louisiana tech i don't even know what their mascot is so we better not lose let's hope it starts off to a good year so let's head up to big 10 country where um Soon they'll be playing the uh, the Trojans and the Bruins out of California, which is still bizarre right. to me. Scotty G, the Sparty himself. What's up, Scott? One of two, apparently, or many. Yes, so we have um, Friday night football here at Spartan Stadium here in East Lansing, taking on one of our directional schools today. I mean, on Friday, not today. I'm already wishing it was today, Mike. Yeah, I'm already for bumped. You know, we got that taste yesterday with, um, yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll Nebraska, by the way, just um, I kind of inherited them as like a second team of mine as yeah. being like Wade's buddy, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. And like I wore all red yesterday. Like I, I had like I, can't I, can't, go I didn't far. play golf. <laughs> I didn't play golf yesterday, but I had my Nebraska like golf golf ball marker in my okay. pocket. All right. And I feel like I probably let him down. You know, I mean, it wasn't my decision to kick that horrible onside kick of yeah, 11. Seriously, that was Scott the worst Frost, decision in college doing? football I history. I feel like. <laughs> Why why do that? I know. Why ruin your team's momentum? You're up 11. Why would you kick that onside kick? It's 
yeah, very you, questionable. Play. You went all the way to another continent to call, play the call that play. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, anyway, go ahead. But yeah, that's all I had to say about that. That Nebraska game was crushing for me as like a friend of Wade's and Eric and Hugh and all of them, Shelly, like all of them. But anyway, um, yeah, my Spartans though we kick off Friday against Western Michigan. Those those games scare me, Mike. I know because these are like the guys that wanted to go to like U of M or Michigan State. Revenge. And then, it's a revenge. And it's, it's a revenge game. So <laughs> we have exactly. a lot of them too because there's like Eastern Michigan, there's Central Michigan, there's Western Michigan. These games scare me, and to start off like Labor Day weekend with one of those games, like. It makes me a little nervous, but I think we're going to be all right. Yeah, we played Central Michigan last year, and they were good. <laughs> those they guys, are. we barely squeaked it out, dude. Those guys could play. They were some ballers. Yeah. So, and yeah. I feel like those guys always play with a chip on their shoulder, especially Central, because they're called the chips. <laughs> Fire up chips is kind of like their their thing. But, yeah. Nice. But uh, definitely excited for college football. But, yeah, let's talk Disney, too. Like, you know, I know we can go on and on about college football, but this is a Disney podcast, right? That's it. And we have a question for everybody, but we're going to hit some news first. But, okay, let's hit the news real quick. Quick. And um, I wanted to ask you about this because I haven't had a chance to really talk to you for quite a while. H2O products going away. How shocked were you when you heard that news? I was pretty surprised by that. Like that came out of the blue. What kind of got me though, like fired up and like, this is why I should stay off Twitter and stuff though, Mike. But like everyone was like getting mad at Disney about it. Like that's not their call. Like it's no, like the wasn't. company that they use that called it quits, you know? So and I know this audience isn't like that, you know, they understand it, but that kind of what like bothered me the most is like how like people were just getting mad at Disney for, for, for this. And it's not their fault, you know, but very curious what's going to come next. Like we've all come accustomed to using those. Like I have a bunch of bunch of that product here at home. Uh, I know you do as well. I think a lot of us have some of that product at home and I don't use it all the time, but when I'm missing Disney, I'll, I, I'll get into some of that. And you're like, ah, oh, yes, I'm back at pop century or whatever, you know, so, or cruise line. So it will be missed, but I'm excited to see what comes next. Yeah, maybe my boy Wade will bring some Paul Mitchell. That's what I'm saying. Know, into, uh, screaming <laughs> right? for a little PM uh, in all the rooms. So we need to make that happen. But some tea tree would be very nice, I think. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so here's good news, and this is the kind of news I don't think gets a lot of, a lot of discussion, a lot of press. It's kind of like in we talk sports a lot. We're always talking sports. But it's like when your sports team picks up a utility guy who fills like a lot of roles, but he's not the home run hitter. He's not the yeah. quarterback. He's like an offensive lineman that just opens up holes for your running back in football. The Disney Parks Reservation System got some big upgrades this week where the biggest one is now, if you've ever had to go in and modify a reservation, the biggest thing that, that kind of always scared me about making a modification was that you had to cancel one to make a new one at this point now you can modify them which we've always been asking for this since these park pass reservations have come online the fact that now you can just take a magic kingdom one and modify it to epcot if it's available it just seems less harrowing it always made me so nervous i mean i think right. this is a great stress reliever for all of us i think so too but I don't think it works for annual passes because I've oh, tried. I'm, really? I tried on I my annual pass. I haven't made any yet. <laughs> I tried on my manual pass to modify one and I couldn't, but I could. And like I'm because I have a five day hopper for Thanksgiving since I'm blocked out with my annual pass that week. I can make modifications there, but I couldn't with my annual pass. And I heard some rumblings about that. So, I mean, this sounds great, right? Because like, yeah, it's always like that, like. 30 second window from when you cancel till you go to book, you're like mm -hmm. all nervous. Like, Oh man, is the, is the park theme park that I want still going to be available? The modification is huge for that, but I hope that it comes across for annual pass holders too. That was just my, what I experienced, but yeah, that, that kind of is a little fuzzy for me. If not all tickets are eligible for it. Well, hopefully maybe that's just something that they're working on rolling out. So I'm looking at the story here that Ricky put up over at the mouse for less.com and uh, da, 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 doesn't say anything about that, but maybe, maybe they're just kind of rolling it out to magic your way tickets right. first. And uh, cause I know another modification that they made that I read now I haven't made any, cause I don't go down until wine and dine myself. So I still have a little bit of time, but um, they're also, I think you can make, cause this is the situation I've always been in over the last year is that, I have an annual pass and the girls have magic your way tickets because I'll let their passes expire. So it was always kind of, I was pulling theirs off of one calendar. This happened to me like two or three Over times. Your cheer weeks. You've yeah. Run cheer into weekends. Like time. where the availability was different for me as to them. And now I think they've synced them all up together, which is really going to help because I think more and more you're getting families and, and travel parties where you do have these, you know, heterogeneous kind of parties where 
you got a couple annual pass holders, people on Magic Your Way tickets, and they made it so that you can make it with bigger groups too, which is yeah. at least they're listening, it sounds like. You know, they're trying to trying to accommodate. Yeah, that's that's a really great fix because there's nothing more nightmarish, right? Trying to plan something with like a bigger group. You all have different tickets and then you're eligible for different days. Like that's a headache. That's really that's really frustrating them to uh plan for. So that's a really good fix for sure. All right. Another piece of news is that the traditional meet and greets are coming back to Disney Cruise Line ASAP, which is awesome. It's kind of funny because with Disney Cruise Line, like I've been sailing them since the magic. I was I sailed the magic, the first cruise ship, like almost immediately after it sailed when Disney Cruise Line launched years and years and years ago, back in the late 1990s. And, uh, you know, the meet and greets weren't a big thing, but I think over the years they've become you know, a huge part of the cruising experience. And I think one of the best things that Disney Cruise Line did eventually was that if you've ever sailed Disney Cruise Line, how they have that princess gathering in the atrium that one morning where you can, you know, get up and get your kids all, you know, decked out with their dresses and their, you know, what have you ready to get their pictures. They line up and you just go right down the line, bam, you know, Ariel, Snow White, uh, you know, uh, Tiana, you know, whoever you get five of them, boom, 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 boom. And you get all the pictures all at once, but now you have opportunities for like Anna and Elsa, maybe in a dining room with some props and scenic stuff behind them, but we're getting back to that. So that's making me excited because Disney cruise line, I don't believe this is just my opinion, but with other cruise lines, they're kind of moving more aggressively on the letting unvaccinated passengers sail and loosening up the testing. Disney Cruise Line really hasn't done that a whole lot. The one thing they changed over the past month is that kids under five and under don't have to, you know, they're loosening up the, the, the rules with them. But they've held steadfast so far, as soon as I say this, it'll change, on, you know, the, the testing and the, the vaccination rules. But they are trying to get the onboard experience, I think, as much back to pre-COVID as they can, which I think is going to be beneficial for the, for the guests on board. Everybody wants for that. Sure. <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, and, and they had those character meets when we cruised in May, like the princess one you're talking about, because that's one of my favorites, because you can just like boom, 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 get a bunch in a row. But I think now it's going to be more like where you can hug them, right? You can have that closer interaction, um, which which is something that's missing. You know, it, I mean, I love those character meet and greets, but it's funny when they're like five feet away, you know, <laughs> and you're like taking a selfie with them. Like, oh, yeah, they're from a distance, but that's going to be really good for Cruise Line. I'm excited about that. I wonder what the characters themselves think of that, though. I would imagine they like the the... I would imagine too, it's just kind of a different thing, right? For a while, the novelty of the the selfie was probably nice because, you know, you don't have people up on you all the time. I mean, I would understand that if you're playing that role, like maybe you don't want people up on you, you know, for, for two hours or whatever, but you also don't get those super touching moments that you probably get once or twice a, a sailing or, you know, a shift or whatever. Because, you know, again, this is, I think, what like TikTok and Instagram are good for. You see those those one in a million kind of interactions with somebody where it is, you know, it melts your heart. and You don't even know the family. You're just like, oh, that is so cool. That character got to meet with this kid and that circumstance. And, you yeah, know, now we're getting back to those kind of things. That's really cool. Yep, I love it. By the way, Justin says he's he's an annual pass holder. He just tried to modify and he can't either. So you are exactly yeah. right. Yeah, I, d- I just... I mean, I know there's probably not as many annual pass holders. I mean, I don't want to go into that topic right now, but so maybe that's why they started with Natchez Get Away tickets. But it makes sense. There's probably more of those right now. But I would love to see that uh, modify feature for APs too. All right, so we're going to open up the phone lines 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. You want to talk about any of this stuff? Also, we could talk about what we uh, mentioned on Friday. We talked about fall dining at Walt Disney World. Where do you like to dine in the fall? What restaurants, uh, snacks, counter service places remind you of fall at Walt Disney World? Put that out there for the for the good of the cause for folks that are heading down here over the next few months. And uh, give us a call, 407-413-9395. But one thing I did want to ask is for you to call in, when you, when you call in, I'm going to ask you your favorite fall snack. So summer, we think about Dole Whips and ice cream sandwiches and, you know, stuff from Beaches and Cream, all that good, you know, hot weather stuff. Moving into fall, now maybe not, you know, we're not talking hot chocolate yet. That'd be winter. What's a good fall snack? I think the best one somebody mentioned uh, was we were recording on Friday. I think it was Joe Laszlo from down in Georgia, the caramel apple from uh from the confectionery which is a great one but but walt disney world has so many good snacks for the fall and i think fall is a great snacking season 
So what would your snack be? So Scott, off the top of your head, what would be a good fall snack for you? Off the top? Yeah, I wasn't expecting this question, but I would say um, first thing that came to my mind was a carrot cake cookie from Hollywood Studios. Like, I feel like the carrot cake kind of has like a pumpkin kind of vibe to it. So uh, I know it's they're two different, but I, I always feel like fall with a carrot for some, for some reason. So the carrot cake cookie. From uh, from Starbucks there. See, mine is that, and this is a relatively new one. It's at Crumb Cake over the Boardwalk Deli mm. now, which they kept it. I'm glad they kept it on the menu now that it's the deli, not the bakery. But that is just, uh, it's just, a, it's a good sweet cake. You know, it's not. Yeah. But I'll eat it in the summer too. I'll eat it in the winter. I'll eat, You'll it, eat it. Anytime. I'll eat it with a fox. I'll eat it in a box. I don't care. It's so good, and it's cheap, so it's huge too. So. My favorite thing, though, speaking at the same location at all the Starbucks. I mean, they're at disney starbucks or outside of starbucks is their their coffee cake is like one of my favorite things to eat i don't know if you you're not a starbucks had, guy i don't think it. mike I will, yeah. I will try it though yeah next time we're on a trip together maybe marathon weekend or whatever i'll get a coffee cake and you're gonna just love that thing it's so good all right so again 407-413-9395 everybody waits till the end of the show we get flooded with calls in the last 15 minutes so right now is the time to call because the phone lines are open again, 407-413-9395. But I want to ask you, you just got back from Walt Disney World. You yeah. did a lot. Wade called in last week. We talked for about 30 minutes. Hugh moving in, you know, getting settled for college program. We talked a little H2O glow nights, the Halloween party, a little golf. What, what do you, what do you want to share from the trip? What did you learn? What were some of the highlights? I'll tell you, like, so we've been there a lot during the summer, right? I mean, we do like our annual summer trip with you guys. Usually this year we did Anaheim, but then. To go from Anaheim in July smoking. to Florida in August, <laughs> it was smoking hot, man. Like, it was, I mean, the real feel was like 107, 108 degrees almost every single day. And like, and you know, I can tolerate that heat usually because, as I said, I normally go down there in the summer. But my goodness, Mike, that was like the hottest week I've ever experienced at Walt Disney World. We were on the 17th hole at Lake Buena Vista. I mean, we had a 730, 740 tea time, so we got off early, but it was still hot. But by that 17th hole, there was a moment, man, where like I thought I was going to die on that golf course. And then the beverage cart came by, like on the 18th tee. I bought her, I think I bought like six waters and I just chugged like two of them like instantly. <laughs> like I was so thirsty. What's funny so though bad. is we said that out in Anaheim. We said that this weather is going to spoil us so bad that when we go to Walt Disney World, it's gonna make it worse. You know, like we, we go right. every summer, and it, don't get me wrong, it's brutal. You know, in July, we're usually there in July. It hits right. smoking hot, humid, but I, we, you called it. You're like, this is yeah. going to just make it worse in August. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, I mean, I got plenty of stories, but here's a funny story for you that, that I think you'll like. So we stayed at Coronado. I love Coronado. We did the outer buildings, which like was a flashback in time, you know, like in my, in my family's young years, I would say of traveling to Walt Disney World, Emily being like three to eight, call it that date range. We stayed at Coronado a few times, you know, it was like a, always a solid place. And we haven't stayed in one of those like outer buildings. I felt like in a long time. So I was excited about that. And you saw that, you know, I was like kind of not venting or ranting. I was just like, dang, I got the ranchos. I was hoping for like the cabanas or the casitas. Cause those are my favorites. Cause I always get stuck with the ranchos and stuck is like a bad word because like, there's nothing wrong with any of those buildings at, at Coronado. And I was like, dang, you know, we got the ranchos and I'll tell you the, the ranchos were great. I love the ranchos. The problem with the ranchos though, is like, if you don't have a car, it's way in the back of the resort, you know? So Having a car helps because you can just zip, drive around, park in front of your building, and you're good. But my original rant to you was like, dang, there's no quiet pool at the ranchos, which you cor but you corrected is. me. Yes, <laughs> there is There is a quiet pool at the ranchos. It's right by the laundry building. And then like when I started walking around there, I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I've walked by this so many times. Like Hang on, but, times, like, but let, me stop you, let me stop you there for one second because, again, this sounds stalkerish, but it really isn't. But this is what we do because – I was working at my kitchen table and in the office and you're eating all this good food. You're playing golf with Wade. You're living your best life. And I'm working back in St. Louis and it was brutal, but I mean, my buddy was having fun, but we yeah. always watch each other on five, my friends. And I love it because like, I just found out like today, you guys will see if you were home to, to about the show yeah. and you're going past the Oldsmobile plan. I was like, it's so cool. I didn't even know you live that close. Anyway, yeah. I saw, did you not stay like a whole day? It looked like that you were in the cabana's quiet pool the whole day. Yes. Is that not yes. right? Okay. And that's and that's okay. the funny story. Okay, right? good. Because so I was gonna say, story. look, I was like, he's not even in the right quiet pool. He's nope. in the wrong one. No, we spent because that's where <laughs> that's where the Andersons were. They were in the cabana. Okay, so. that's what I figured but, out. But get this. So we landed on Saturday. You know, like 
I, I was like, oh, Mike, you're right. They have that rancho. It's like, I do a run on Sunday. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's my pool, you know. Do a run on Saturday. Pool's closed. Shut <laughs> they, drained, they drained the pool. Dude, I, I so, called it to take the water out of the pool. Yeah. <laughs> they drained the rancho's quiet pool. So it was like foreshadowing almost when I was like, there's no quiet pool in the ranchos. Well, there is. You called but it. But yet they drained it. So that's why we were at the Cabana's pool for like four hours one day. Um yeah, I mean, it might have been longer. I don't know. We spent a lot of time in that cabana's quiet pool. We went to the dig site too, and that's something. And you and I have talked about this. We talked about this at when we we're at Disneyland too. That with the extra DVC coming to the Disneyland hotel, they're going to have to find more yeah. pool space because like 100%. it's so hard to get a chair. There, right, right, right. With without that tower, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of how the dig site is. I know there's a lot of conventioners, so maybe the conventioners aren't necessarily going to the pools, right? But the dig site, every day we went there, it was extremely packed. Like, you could not find anything at the dig site. So, I mean, I'm glad to see people are out there having fun using the pools because that's something I think is really important to a Walt Disney World vacation. But it's it's getting tougher at the dig site, I think, to find, like, good seating. You got to get there early, I feel like. Well, too, that's a great point. When you think about it, too, when these hotels build vertically, because think about with Walt Disney World before Coronado – one of the things that was really unique to Walt Disney World when like we were first going there, you and me kind of in that same period, was that you really didn't have any hotels that were taller than like four stories. You know, like Pop Century yeah. was about the tallest, you know, the All Stars, I think are three stories, um, you know, like Riverside, there are just a couple Caribbean Beach and so forth. Like you don't have tall buildings at Walt Disney World that all of a sudden they went with the tower at uh Coronado, they they started building, you know, like the Riviera. They built the Bay Lake Tower. I mean, of course, you had the Contemporary and so forth. Yeah. But, you know, once they started building vertically more, which is kind of, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because you can build up and you don't take up real estate and you can build rooms. But what you're doing with that is you're adding a lot of rooms and a lot of people. But your, you know, your footprint of how much space you're taking up in the resort isn't much, but you're bringing a ton more people in. But if you're not adding, like you said, like amenities, like pool space, restaurant seats, stuff like yeah. that, then, you know, it's just, it's higher demand for less uh, it, capacity. It's tough. When they did that at Coronado, it kind of blew my mind, but I think, it, and I kind of kicked off of that. I think the convention audience might be why they didn't add that. But like, you know, if I'm on business, Mike, even if I'm not a Disney fan, there's a good chance I might bring my trunks, right? To you go you, to a you, you totally there. would. Dude, you are a fish. <laughs> you are always swimming. I don't think most people would, but you probably would. I know, but like, it just... You're, you're absolutely right, though. And it's just not all convention people that stay in those towers at the at Coronado, too. Like, there's families all over that resort. I just, I feel like, yeah, they upped the attendance, but they didn't add any pools. And I guess it doesn't hurt that the, it doesn't help that the rancho's pool was drained yeah. that week. But, like, it does make, like, pool space really challenging. And I worry about that with some of these other towers. You see it at Riviera, too. Yeah. Um. I mean, at least they built, like, a new pool for the Riviera. But, like, I, you know. People from Caribbean Beach might try to get in there too, or vice versa. You know, the Riviera people might try to go to Caribbean Beach's pool and just brings all those extra people. So let me ask you about this because you you know the Halloween party is in full swing at this point. You guys went to the second second one party. Yep. So great uh, weather compared to all the other ones. Yeah, the first <laughs> the first one had all the the rain and so forth. So yeah. what did you learn from the party that maybe folks that are heading down soon going to the party this year could uh, learn from? Yeah. So there's a lot to do. Um, and this is what's kind of frustrating about the party. You kind of had the game plan on what, what are your priorities? And I feel like we talked about that before, right? Are, are doing attractions your priority? Are character meet and greets? Are the parades? But like, you know, we did, we did trick-or-treating. We had like basically all the trick-or-treat spots. You know, we focused on the two special attractions. So Pirates of the Caribbean, like always does this like special thing, which is a lot of fun. Space Mountain in the dark is the greatest thing of all time. That's what Wade um, said. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So, we, so I remember doing it like in 2019, but I don't remember it being quite like this. Like they had this like special score, like soundtrack. And I mean, you just couldn't see anything. And you know, Mike, we've kind of learned those turns over yep. time a little bit. <laughs> You're just completely lost, man. You don't know where the turns are coming. It was like the most fun I ever had on Space Mountain. So like those two attractions like we had to do. And then obviously you had to do the parade. You got to see the fireworks, but because of all that, we were missing out on some of the character meet and greets, you know, or, you know, it's, it's really hard to do all of it in that four or five hour window or whatever. So I would just 
set your priorities like is it seeing the characters then what are you going to sacrifice is it the is it the 40 minute wait for space mountain so that you can see a character instead things like that um because doing i mean you could do two parties i will say like cost wise i mean that's a lot of money that's right to lot. do two parties <laughs> i do you remember like in 2019 though for they had like a locals like you could buy like a a pass for the party do you yes, remember that? i do remember that where people went like seven eight nine times yeah, yeah i remember there's yeah. some someone yeah, I, told, Twitter. I can't I remember her, but she went every night she yes. kept like bringing like a new shirt that had like the number of times like she went like, i, I hadn't even thought about that until you just said that i totally i forgot that was a thing that's crazy but that, i mean that i mean that would be awesome if they did that for like locals or because i think you got like it costs like twice for two parties or something i think and like if you go like four or five times is that's a good value because there's so many like special treats to do we didn't even shop that day we didn't even go into a store mike and you know i love my my merchandise yes, you mike, do. especially like my my specific like themed night party merchandise but it was a lot of fun we had great weather the fireworks were awesome space mountain in the dark is fantastic i love the new people mover spiel too i don't know if anyone's talked to you about the the new spiel on the people mover that's really awesome so i did i did hear something about that uh on some podcasts too so what was the gist of that though for folks who haven't heard so i mean so they added tron to it because you can i mean <laughs> There's no surprise that, that Tron's being built over yeah. there, right? I think, and actually, there's gonna be a roller coaster. <laughs> on the night of the party, we actually saw them running uh, the trains, which is the the like the cars or whatever, the motorcycles, which is pretty cool to see. But no, I think I think the new narration is really good. It's a, a slightly a different voice. Like there's things that are different in certain spots that you would think they would say something else, but it's different. But a lot of a lot of nods to old attractions, which the old narration did too, but I think you see so much more of it. So if you listen closely, you'll hear a lot of, you know, flight to the moon, you know, now yes. is the time, now is the best yes. time, you know, like a lot of old nods to certain things, which was very awesome to hear. Yes. That, you know what? Because we, we've had this discussion for the past few months, you and I, about when we think Tron's going to open. I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to win now because I had November, you had December. Yeah. That thing, I mean, they're they're testing that sucker with real people this past week, so it's uh, it, yeah. it, I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later. They're really, I mean, sure. who knows? I mean, I don't know how like what the timeline is on that, but I mean, I would imagine this is like a layperson. Like, if you got real people on it, it can't be that far away. No, I mean, I, mean, I hope this isn't too spoiled for people that want to hear the narration on their own. But I'm going to give one thing, and I'm sure you don't mind hearing it either. It's not even a big deal, but you know, like when you go into Space Mountain. And another car comes out of space mountain. Like I always like want to reach out and like give a five to yeah, someone because yeah, it's yeah, so reachable. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever done it before, but they have like something now, like, like it's really creative how they say it. Like, Hey, like space Rangers, like don't, don't keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle, even though you're tempted to give a five to someone. Like, I don't know, like that's not the exact language, but they kind of like hint on that, which I thought was kind of clever. Yeah, don't. I mean, you really shouldn't be doing that, but it's always fun to give someone a five when you go by there. Don't be a hero. No. So, okay. If, again, if you want to call us 407-413-9395, otherwise we're just going to talk about Scott's drink. Cause yeah, I don't I got, want to hear I mean, I got a list of things. I, I did hope you do for the first time. Yeah. So let's, uh, that's what I was going to ask about too. Cause I've done that three times. I'm huge on the strawberry shortcake, the fried chicken. And the show is so, I mean, I'm from Missouri, man. I mean, come yeah. on now. Like dude, those are my peeps. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's right. just like, I mean, you go down a little South of where I am, that those, those are just the people that live here. Yeah. So what did you think? Well, let me, let me preface this by saying like, so you've been to Florida so many times, especially like in the summer, like we're getting close to hurricane season. So what time do you, does it normally rain? Would you say three, four, five o'clock ish? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Three, four five o'clock ish. I swear like every night this trip, it rained at like seven to nine. It was like really weird. It was like evening rain, like that's late weird. evening rain. That's not cool. Cause that's like when the fireworks are and when you're trying to, and I think that's why I make you sound so scary has had a lot of problems. Our H2O glow nights. The first one got canceled because of that too. Like the rain is like, been at weird times that something we're not used to so anyway our hoopty do i think was like 6 30 and we didn't bring our umbrellas because we're like oh like like the, the rain hour would have already passed <laughs> and we get off the bus because you know like we parked there but you still have to take a bus over to like frontier hall or whatever and then the, it, the clouds just opened up it was just this huge downpour and everyone's like hanging out over like the the restrooms you know because they have like that overhang yep. That was like the least like COVID safe thing I've ever seen in my life. You just got like hundreds of people just like bunched in here trying to protect from the rain. But um, anyway, yeah. So they call us in for the show and Mike, we got an awesome seat. We we're like right there in the front, basically on the, like the main level. And yeah, like 
I was just I I didn't know what to expect. Like I've, I mean, the show has been around since 1971. I've gone pretty spoiler free on Hoopty Doo, and like you know, the salad and the cornbread, everything was already sitting on the table. You like kind of jump right into it. Server comes around. What do you want to drink? Unlimited beer. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do a beer. <laughs> this guy was a magician. Okay, like I never had an empty sip of beer that whole night. Like he would just like come out of nowhere, like behind me. And then like, next thing I know, there's a new beer refill on the table. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to get after it like that much that night, but I was like, eh, I appreciated it. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> wants to make sure you're getting your money's worth. I mean, it, you know, yeah, it's good. But like the, the pacing of the show is really cool. You know, like you, you have your salad and cornbread, like then the banjo and piano player come out. They do this like back and forth little tango. And then all of a sudden there's, the show starts and then you're just like so interested in the show and then they take a break and that's when the dinner comes like like the pacing of the whole meal like it just blew my mind because i was like man how's this gonna work like are we just gonna eat and then we're gonna see this really long show but like there's like breaks in between and it just worked out perfectly and then that that strawberry shortcake is like the best dessert of yes all. it is <laughs> i want like two the, of those things man. They're so and it's, good. This, it's the setting of the whole thing like i don't know yeah. why it makes it taste better to have that kind of food in that setting like I, oh yeah. man because Cause remember when um, trails end was closed, like we did this, um, our families last summer with the Andersons, we went to trails End, but you were able to do like the, the takeout or whatever. Yeah, it was the best bargain ever for Walt Disney. <laughs> it was the best bargain. And you so could get the, the strawberry shortcake, like in a cup. So we yep. did it like in a cup and it was really good, but like, it's nothing like how they serve it at Hoopty Doo. And yeah, like I do, we like destroyed that thing. I really wanted to ask for another one, like just to take to go. It was so good. Uh, but highly recommend it. It is kind of a pricey. Uh, Bob gave me a good tip because you prepay that trip. You pay. You prepay that when you make the ADR. And he told me as a DVC member, if I went over to like to the ticketing station, they would credit me back like a DVC discount. So you know, I got like 15, 18 bucks back. So I mean, that was kind of nice too. So I appreciate the tip there. But yeah, it was a lot of fun, Mike. That's a good tip. Yeah, the, but you mentioned it raining over Four Wilderness. That's one. There, there's a few Worst places place, you right? don't want to get caught when it's raining, and Four Wilderness is one of those, man, because you are just like, you are back there, and there's not a lot of place because you can't get out. Like, I mean, it's it's not made, you know, like to jump from like, you know, a covering to right. a covering, dude. You just got to make a run for it at some point. You're If it's, yeah. it keeps raining, you're, hang on, we got to call. But yeah, if you get caught in Fort Wilderness in a big rainstorm, I mean, it's going to be cool looking, but man, you're going to be just I, stuck. I, I think I have some video on my phone, man. It looks spectacular, <laughs> but like, man, like, and we just lucked out. Like we got out of the show. I know there's a call. We got out of the show and boom. Like, I mean, it was humid as heck because it just got done raining, but man, oh, the rain was over. So it was super nice. Good timing. Sweat off that food. All right. We have our first okay. call of the night. Finally. Hey, who's joining us? Caller. Hey, good evening. This is Caleb. Hey, Caleb. What's going on? Thanks for calling in. Not, uh, not a lot. Um, I am over here in Kansas. I, I just got back, uh, from a trip, uh, about four days worth and, um, it's Kansas. <laughs> um, hey, you said it, not me. I mean, I, I, you know, I, you set me up there, but I'm not going there. Cause I'm, I'm a I know Mizzou you're fan. Next door and, Oh, did we lose Caleb? Uh, I think we're losing it. Are you still there, Caleb? Caleb, you're, his phone you're, line you're breaking up just a little bit. Yeah, there. Yeah, he's out remote parts of the United States. <laughs> oh, you're you're back. Oh, there you're back. Goes. Okay, you're back. Go ahead. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I just wanted to echo what Scott just said about uh, uh, the rain. I think I was there pretty much the same time that he was, and it was raining at weird times. Um, I was there for about the last the last five days, and whenever we thought the rain was gone, it would just come back at a weird time. It was very annoying. Yeah, it, and it's hard to prepare for that. I mean, granted, you can bring your umbrellas, like you know, wherever you go. But like, I hate having to always have like a bag on me. Like, I know that sounds so weird. Like, I used to have like the umbrella stroller and like two bags, you know. But now, like, I love having that freedom of not necessarily bringing a bag all the time. So like. But we were packing, packing our bag in the middle of the day with our umbrellas, expecting the rain, and then it would never come. And then, boom, you don't plan for it at night, and then that's when it rains. It was awful. Yeah, and a few things that I ran into because I've been to, um, I've been to the parks probably five times over the last four or five years, and this was the first time that the bus transportation just really kind of failed us, and it's kind of a first. 
and it was usually related to the rain in that the uh, the Skyliner would shut down very quickly if lightning was in the area, which is um, but yeah. they told us um, that that they would have a bus here in about 15, 20 minutes. And we we're like, oh, great, fantastic. About an hour and a half, a couple times. Oh, um, but it was kind of rough. So where were you staying? Uh, I was staying at Pop. Um, yeah. But we got stranded twice at the Riviera. Um, and, I mean, like, we totally understand that it's a last-second thing. And if lightning strikes, you know, they kind of have to – uh, to gather the buses up real quick and try and get them there. But it was legitimately 90 minutes uh, a couple times. And I go to the parks all the time, so no big deal for me, really. Um, but there were some families there getting getting pretty feisty. Oh, I can see that. I mean, it should, it should never be 90 minutes. I, I know that, you know, lightning's unexpected, and you got to kind of be flexible with that. But it also is Walt Disney World in the summer, <laughs> and lightning is going to happen. So it's yeah. not like it's totally unexpected, sure. even though it's something that, that wasn't in the, the, the daily plan. You know, it should, it, I could see where 30 right. minutes, everybody's cool with 90 minutes is unacceptable, you know, in my it, book. It's so crazy. It shuts down the monorail too. Mike, did you see my video of like the lightning? Like, yes. Like striking like the magic human yeah. basically. So we were going to go to Citrico's. So we parked at the Grand Floridian and we're like, oh, let's do a monorail loop. You know, like we'll stop at the shops because we we didn't go to the park that day. I know we're ain't no pass holders. That sounds kind of crazy. But we're like, yeah, no, let's just chill at the resorts today and the pool. <laughs> so we get to the Contemporary and then that's when it opened up. And then the monorail goes down and we're like, oh, man, like how are we going to get the dinner? <laughs> and then you had to basically take a bus like through the monorail loop, which we we this happened to us once, like over like wine and dine or marathon weekend before. But it was so rainy. Like, so we get on the so we get on the contemporary bus and then we go to the TTC and then people are just sitting out there with like no coverage, just sitting like standing in the middle of the TTC waiting for this bus. And they all come all in all drenched. Like I felt so bad for them as I'm like sitting in here all dry, you know, because I was at the contemporary. But that was like a nightmare. And shout out to Jennifer. I ran; she's a listener to the show. I ran into her and her family while they were getting picked up from the TTC or the or the Poly. I can't remember which one, but they were just soaked. It's just <laughs> it. It's such an inconvenience. I mean, I know we love these conveniences of the monorail and the Skyliner, but man, when they go down, it really does like throw a wrench in your plans. It's kind of what I'm. You got to kind of have a. You got to kind of have that in the back of your plan. You know, like right. Caleb, you sound like you go all the time. You know, we're fortunate that we go all the time, and I do think about those things when I'm staying at Pop. You know, like as soon as I see the sky start to get dark and I'm at Epcot, I'm like, okay, like. Okay, am I going <laughs> to take an Uber back? Like, I'm not going to go out the International Gateway this time because you know it's one of those things like. Do I want to chance it that I go all the way back to the International Gateway and then I find out that the Skyliner's closed and then I got to hoof it all the way right. back up to the front, you know? But I mean, I, your your typical family from Missouri that's on their vacation, they have no idea, you know, and I feel bad for that. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I mean, I've been to the parks quite a bit, so nothing can ruin my trip uh, because right. I'm lucky enough to go so often. Um, but I could, you can just kind of feel about every 10 minutes or so the tensions rise a little bit and a little bit, <laughs> yeah. and you just, you feel lucky that, that you get to go pretty often and that these other people, it might be a once every five years thing. You just kind of feel for them. Um, but I just wanted to mention just a couple more things and then I'll check out. Um, I went to. Um, a few places for the first time. Um, one was a thing I think you guys talked about recently, and I went to Liberty Tree. And I'm a big eater, real big. I mean, like, I like to get my money's worth. Yeah. And I went at the very end of a, a very sweaty, long day, 35,000 steps. I was just running like a maniac. And um, I thought it was, it was good. Um, I think I might have been, like, I didn't mean to do this, but I was like the last customer of the day. Um, so I might've gotten kind of the last, last bucket of food, you know, kind of at the end of the day. Um, so I might not have had the top notch stuff. Um, but it was like, if I would see, like I'd give it a C. Um, and the other thing that I tried for the first time was Ohana. And I mean, it lived up to everything. 
it was just fantastic. Um, everything was great, um, especially the pot stickers and the oh, noodles. Like, yes, you know, not to be cliche, but those—I mean, those carbs—they're just great. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah. So I just—I had a very nice trip, guys, and it was nice talking to you. And I'll let you go, Caleb. Hey, thanks for calling hey, in. That was awesome. Sharing. Yeah, it is. Hey, and if you—we're both big eaters. We'll have to go to Liberty Tree and give it another shot with you sometime. I mean, it couldn't hurt to try it again. Hey, so. you know, hey, yeah, I mean, it's research, right? We got to give them, a, we got to be fair to the guys, yep. you know, gotta give them a, you yeah, got to try those taters again. And that dessert, I love that. Well, I don't know what that is, but that dessert's good there too. So the cobbler. That was good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, <laughs> the, the ooey gooey toffee cake was yep. the yes. thing that really hit the spot. And <laughs> I was eating there by myself, but the portion they gave me was not for one person. And it made me feel very proud in my heart that they saw me and was like, we need to give this guy a little extra, which I appreciate it. Well, I mean, it's it's family style and everybody there's family. So they're taking care of you. Go ahead, Scott. So Caleb, you got to hear this story though, because you were just at Liberty Tree. I think you would appreciate this. So we had a group of seven of us, I think. So, you know, we got pretty good servings, you know, and usually this is how it goes. You know, you get that first serving and then you ask for your favorites, which is always like the mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, turkey, and stuffing. At least that's how it is with my family. So they bring more of that. You said that way too fast. Like, you're like, I mean, you, there was no, like, you didn't even think about it. Like, yeah. they just came out, wham, like, yeah. boom. When we have Sandy, like our, our server that knows us, we actually start by saying, like, these are the things we want. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so then, so there's this family behind us that ever you seen those like celebration cakes, you know, mm-hmm. or like, it's like a Mickey ear thing. It was like this really like chocolatey thing. Like they had one of those delivered. And like, I kind of like elbowed like Elizabeth, like, look at that. Like they're going to get this awesome, like ooey gooey, like cake for dessert. And like now yeah. they, and they have this like celebration cook cake. That's like a weird thing to do for this meal, you know, cause you're going to have this awesome dessert anyway. So they're like eating it and then like they check out and then they like, they tap like Hugh or Shelly, like on the shoulder, like, Hey, like we're not going to finish this. Do you guys want yeah, this was- cake? <laughs> and we all kind of looked at each other, like had that silent look like, yeah, should we do it? Should we? And we did. So we ended up having <laughs> half of their cake plus the ooey gooey made it for an, an exceptional oh um, bonus for that meal. <laughs> that, that sounds works. like heaven, guys. Hey. It was. It was so much, so much dessert. But like, I mean, you're already like that all in on the meal. Like, why not add a little more chocolate cake to it? Right. That was my thought. <laughs> dessert on top of dessert. Oh, <laughs> Well, hey, Caleb, thanks for the call, and uh, you take care out in Kansas, and don't be a stranger. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Good Thank talking you. to you. Nice All to right. talk Bye-bye. to you, Caleb. Mike, can I give a shout-out to someone real quick? Absolutely. So I, I got distracted for a second because I had to, like, look to see where, how they're doing. But, like, remember Eric that called in a while that's going to do, like, all the parks – like that marathon. So I was seeing some of his updates on yeah. social media and I think he did it from what I saw. Right. I think so too. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I just want to give him like some more like VR guest love, man. Cause that's awesome. Like I know he's been around all four parks and the resorts doing his 26.2 today. He called in a few Sundays ago and that's a, uh, Kudos to you, man. Like, congratulations on that. It's pretty awesome. I agree. He had the shirt on. It was called the rabbit run. I believe is what he yeah. titled it. And I saw him giving an update very tired looking update. He was actually on the Skyliner heading over to Caribbean beach to do yeah. the run there. I just watching that. I mean, cause I mean, I, I can do some miles, but just the logistics of yeah, the stopping. And I love, the, like he sent us some of his like maps, like he right. wrote out some of these maps too. Like, I mean, he, he's all in on this and I'm kind of jealous that I'm not there to do it. <laughs> Wait, Mike. I mean, it would be so exhausting, though. I could. I wouldn't even attempt it. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest yeah. because the thing is, like, there's two things that, that I'm so proud of him for, for this attempt and for this accomplishment is because one is again overcoming logistics of the Disney transportation systems because you have to think about that. But just the physical running of 26.2 miles is ridiculous. And the thing is, like, with me and I, you know, I know every runner's different, but like. It takes me a little bit to get going. Like, I mean, like it takes this body a little bit. If once I get going, I can stay at a steady pace for a long time. Like that's my thing. I don't get any faster. I stay at the same rate until I'm done. But the thing is like, I cannot stop. And like, if I stop, dude, I'm done. I mean, there's no way I could go stop, go a mile, stop, sit down, go again. I mean, you got to be, and I feel like I'm the opposite. Like I I can't keep that that. steady. That's why I do like all my walking intervals. And I did that one, like, 
26 mile, like where I did a mile, like every hour, like that thing. Yes. Was kind of brutal See, too. I could but, not yeah. have done that. I, I would a lot because I lock but, up so bad. But I love the idea of running through like all the resorts. Like that was a pretty clever idea. And I know he was doing it today. I think he got it done. So big shout out. That's pretty awesome. Okay, I think I know the answer to this. We have some questions here in the live chat, which I thought we'd kind of knock out real quick as we wait for our next call. 407-413-9395. If you want to give us a call, then just hang out with us and talk some Disney. But Scott Wartman here in the live chat says, Hey, Scotty G, play 36 at Augusta or stay two nights. It's Cinderella Castle with all you can eat. I know what you're going to say. My guy, Scott, saw him at, met him at Topolino's a couple of years ago, finished, I think, princess or one of the races with him recently good guy there from tennessee um it's that's a no-brainer for me man i'm going with augusta yeah, i knew you'd say that i mean who would i mean come I mean, on now. i mean it's in my reasoning i saw the question pop up earlier and i was thinking about it um because like i've never seen augusta like i've seen cinderella's castle mind you i haven't been in it and i could pay for like all the food i want to eat but like augusta is like always that once in a lifetime i know staying in the suite would be too but like 36 at augusta man would just be like top of the bucket list that's pretty awesome well plus i've seen people that. that can't even like you know get into augusta to watch the match you can't right so i um, 36 hours would be unbelievable yeah i uh every year they do this lottery mike basically to get in and they just announced the results like i don't know like three or four weeks ago and once again i was i was shut out i try every year i know my boys moose and david somehow got through last year like you wouldn't believe the amount of jealousy I had towards them last year. They got to see like the fourth round, I think, but man, it would just be so awesome. I try for that lottery every year. And one of these years I'll, I'll get in. Right. That's just right. Keep yeah. that hope. Hey, God. this has been a bad year for my lotteries too. Like I tried to get in Chicago and New York marathons. Yeah. Didn't get just do either. Detroit next year for my 40th. Hey, it sounds like a plan. All right. Carrie's got a question. Just a, actually a trip planning question for Disney. Here we go. Uh, does anyone know how, how to get lightning lanes? I've never done it, but my trip is this week. So Carrie, have a good time, a good time on your trip this week. Scott, do you want to, so you just do it right there. I, I don't know if you're talking about individual lightning lanes or the lightning lanes through genie plus, but you do it all through the, my Disney experience app and you just uh, purchase them right there, right? Seven o'clock AM. Yeah. Yep. So there's like, so if you look for like my genie day, there's like the tip board, I think is there's like two tabs. I think you want to go to the tip board and you can like choose your park. And then, yeah, you'll just see the couple of attractions like guardians is one. I think, um, flight of passage is another. There's not as many because they've kind of thrown some of those. They initially rolled out as individual, individual lightning into the normal genie plus model. Uh, we talked about that news story a couple of weeks ago, I believe, but yeah, you just find that attraction like rise of the resistance is one that goes out pretty quick. Um, so if you're not on that within like the first 10, 15 minutes, you might be looking at like, a either sold out or one of the last ones of the day. So yeah, I recommend going right at seven and yeah, just going to that tip board. And then, um, yeah, you just, you can do like, I do my Apple pay cause it's tied to it or you enter your payment amount and boom, it goes through. And then you got your fast pass for the day. Yeah. It's really, I mean, obviously Disney wants you to make that purchase and they want to make it as frictionless as possible. So you just go in the app and you look, and like I said, like Scott said on the tip board right there, just grab what you need, but the times will go. So, you know, you want to get on that as quickly as possible, but uh, you can get them. Okay. Real quick. Somebody was asking McKeever McKeever here and on Facebook, maybe a weird question, but how did the two of you meet and become friends? I've listened for several years and feel like I know you, but this is something I've wondered every time I listen. So we've been buddies for a long time and really it was kind of just a, a cool thing that um, we really kind of met on one of the podcast crews. I think it was three is it at 2015. I think that was three, right? Yeah. I can't yeah. keep track because we're doing podcast crew six. Which is I think it awesome. was number three. Yeah, yeah. So, which is kind of cool because now you're going to sail on Podcast Crew 6 as one of the crew, which is awesome. I can't wait. In July, it's going to be great. And then, um, you know, we met on three. And it was funny because, you know, we just kind of, you know, it's just like we're hanging out a little bit. But you had a daughter the same age as my daughter, Mallory and Emily. And, you know, your wife, Elizabeth, hit it off with my wife, Pam. And we, you are just hilarious. And, like, we just had a good time talking and we got into yeah. a lot of, you know, we did mixology together. We did, you know, all, all the stuff. We, I think it was, um, yeah. We, so we hit it off pretty good. I think it was when we were at Meridian though, the bar between Paulo and Remy is where we really kicked it off. We're with their sister and brother-in-law too. They yep, were up Sandy there, Sandy and Andy. And, Andy. Yep. and like, we just had a good old time. And then, then, yeah, then I, then I think we just even hung out like after that trip too. Like I think we went to Trader Sam's one day too, like afterwards. Mm -hmm. And, 
Yeah, it's just, been um, fun ever since. Then I think we've been vacationing a lot ever, ever since. I've been since. to your house many times. Yeah, like it's kind of crazy. Like yeah, I mean we've just we have that's the power races. of cruising. That's why I mean I'm gonna promote the cruise. Like like you can meet your best friends or like lifelong friends through these cruises. It's not even like the cruises too. Like just through this podcast and like Walt Disney World trips. Like it's amazing. Like what this common interest is like we all have this disney common interest but then you learn more about the others and like me and mike you know we love college football that's another interest we have or baseball and then you find someone else and they like they like they're from your town or they travel to places that you like and then or you know it's just amazing the other you know like the other things that you like could happen and it's just that's why I love the podcast, man. It's me too. I want to add to that, but we got Don calling in here. He's going to be our Don. guest on tomorrow's show. Corwin of Amber, who you see all here uh, on the chat all the time. He's our guest on tomorrow's show. So you're going to get an hour of Don, but right now you get Don live on the Sunday night show. Don, what's going on, buddy? Hey there, hey there, hello there. <laughs> what's up, man? It's like, you're going to be all over the airwaves over the next 24 hours. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> yes. So I'm a, uh... I'm sitting here next to my bag. I have a question for you two. Sure. I'm packing for my trip. I leave on Tuesday. What am I forgetting? Dude. Uh, okay. Umbrellas. Yeah, umbrellas. <laughs> uh, let's see. What, what's the thing I forget the most? Let me think. You know what I always forget? My magic band. I, really? I, what happened, here's, what, here's what happens to me a lot of times. I have it on like for my trip and then I don't take it off until like I'm on the airplane coming home. And so I take it off when I get home and I put it on the nightstand and it stays on the nightstand and I should just throw it back in my backpack, you know, my computer bag. So it's with me. And then I, you know, leave and I'm like, Oh geez. And I always have an extra one, but it's always my, like, I like my toy story one. So I always forget my magic band, but that's not what you need to worry about. But that's my thing. One of the last <laughs> things I put in my backpack is my luggage scale, actually, because I know I'm going to come more, come home with more stuff. So I like to have my luggage scale because I know my weight is definitely going to be different on the way home. That's a good idea. So what'd you I forget? I just checked my, my pocket <laughs> where I keep my uh, luggage scale, and it's not there. Oh, look, saved <laughs> you. He, he saved you the baggage fee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Potential baggage fee. Yes. No, there will be. <laughs> Especially if you're going to the Halloween party. You know, I came back with six or seven extra pounds of candy. You know, oh, man. So. Good stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, that's easy to take care of. Just eat it before I get there. There, that's a, that's a good just idea. Make yourself sick. It's all worth it. So you don't have to pay the extra. It was all like Starburst, though. Like, man, like I think I feel like we were eating like the the Snickers and all that, like in the room, and then we. Then when we dumped them, we got home. It was like all Starburst and Skittles. We ate all the chocolate in the room. So you're going to Disneyland though, right? Right? No, wait. I'm sure I am. Yeah, because you're going to D23. Yep. Oh, so, nice. so uh, when do you leave out? Yes. We leave. We actually, well, we leave. We're we're going by way of Chicago. That's right. So you told me that. Yeah, you on got, Tuesday, yeah. but we arrive. We arrive in Anaheim on the fifth of September. So you got the day before packing. the wife Eunice's birthday. Yes. Oh yeah. So yeah, you got to get packing and get ready to go. You're going to, I saw today because, you know, once you go to a place like my iPad can't realize that I'm no longer in Anaheim, even though it was in Anaheim the first week of July, that there was actually a heat warning today in Anaheim, which I'm like, Oh man, I'm so glad we dodged that in July. Yeah. It, well, it's, yeah, it's going to be warm. It's going to be in the uh, low nineties. Hopefully not, not the bad. humidity that we get, that you get up, we get in at Walt Disney world, but yeah. Uh, It'll be it'll be uh it'll be warm. You'll be inside a lot though, so not too bad. Yes, yes, we'll because we're doing D twenty three, so we'll be in, inside during the day most of the time. You know, for the week that following weekend, it'll be three days of three days of out in the park. Gotta like that. So yeah, I, yep, I'm yep. trying not to go over too much that we talk about it because tomorrow's show, by the way, is over an hour long and it's a good one because oh, we we couldn't That's stop awesome. talking. It was a fun one. Um, cause we recorded this one this past Wednesday. Uh, I don't know if I asked you this, but let, cause it could have changed since Wednesday, but for our audience that's listening here, what's the, what's the one thing you're kind of the most looking forward to on this trip as far as getting to Disneyland? Uh, probably we haven't been to Avengers campus yet. So that's our big thing. We're, we're, we're really trying to do the whole Avengers campus thing. And then, we have also not been to Cars Land, so that's our other big hit we're doing. We're doing two days in DCA, full days in DCA. 
Cars, my god i know. love dca dude i did too i did too and i didn't think i'd like dca but cars land blew my mind because i'm not an avenger i haven't seen any avengers movies it was fun i love pim's was that called pim's test kitchen yeah the, the, yeah the test kitchen yeah, yeah. that was cool. had, like the little yeah. eggs like, yeah dude that was yeah. a cool little restaurant like how they how they gave your food with a little bitty fork um yeah so definitely check that out but cars land is blew my mind i mean it could not be more like walking into a movie, like walking into an animated movie. It was crazy. And Radiator Springs Racers was yep. unreal. Unreal. Uh, I'll go back just for that. So so I have the wife's unit sitting right next to me. So, Vicki, what are you looking forward to? Yes. Mm, Avengers Campus of... Uh, my birthday lunch at the Blue Bayou. Yes. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's a where we got a lunch reservation on the sixth for her birthday, and of course Galaxy's Edge. But you know we've done that before. That's a weird thing. We were out there for set. We were out there for five days in the parks. We never set foot in Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Because we it's done not a lot different than being, yeah. a, being a Star Wars fan. I uh, you know gotta go, gotta go do it. Gotta yeah, go do I hear it. you. I hear you. But Blue Bayou, oh so, my gosh, that's going to be so... I, I destroyed that Monte Cristo. Scott can tell you, dude, there was nothing left. I mean, I killed that thing. That was kind of funny to me. So, you know, like when you go like to a restaurant and you get like a soda or whatever, like a fountain drink, they have like the fountain dispensers or whatever. So me and Mike ordered hurricanes in there. Yep. One of the only places where you get like <laughs> alcohol. And they were just like right out of the fountain. Like it must have yep. been like pre-mixed or whatever. And like, boom, they just like hit it like a soda fountain. And I was like, dang, <laughs> like that bartender is good. Yeah, they were. Those things yeah, were good. The hurricanes were really good there. Oh, man. So yep. good. So, yeah, this trip is going to be interesting because three years ago, we went in 2019. Uh, beginning of uh, September, I had just lost my job. Contract ended. So I was unemployed in Disneyland. And so I go this year, three years later, I just accepted it. I'm employed, but I just accepted a new job at Amazon. And so it's like, you know, three years ago, unemployed, three years later, starting a new job after, right after I get back. Wow. So it's, it's an interesting Big life changes happen when you visit Disneyland. <laughs> That's crazy. Congratulations <laughs> on a new job. Though. Absolutely. Awesome. That is awesome. That is great. It's something to celebrate. Got to get a butt. Get the butt. Yeah. Yep. We're going to be celebrating her birthday, my birthday's, you know, a few days, a few days after hers, a week after hers. And uh, so I'll have the birthday button, new job button, many or three years ago button. <laughs> Wear them all. That's and why the we D23 go. button. Too, exactly. so. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, I'm going to let you go. Talk to you later. Hey, you guys have an awesome time and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Talk to you Safe Bye. travels, Don. Take care and happy birthday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's awesome. I love it because Don has had a lot of great Disney experiences, but I mean, it surprises me. Never been to Avengers yeah. Campus, never been to Cars Land. Oh, I know. Man, it's crazy. I love it. I love both of those. I know Avengers Campus isn't your scene necessarily, but it's neat. I, feel like I mean, it, I just don't I feel know like it's backstory. really well done, though. Oh, it's yeah, very yeah. cool. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Yeah, it's totally well done, you know, because it's like dark yeah. and like, you know, hero, yeah. you know. I and like Mike, it. not to make this the shout out episode, I feel like I've done that a lot, shout but I just want to say, like, for our listeners, though, like, I had a lot of people come up to me while I was down there like last week and I'll, I gotta admit, like, I kind of loved it. Like it's cool. It's it, cool. <laughs> like, I just kind of messed with them a little bit. They were like, are you, do you record like on a podcast? And I'm like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I kind of messed with them a little awesome. bit just to see the reaction or I just like, maybe, maybe I do. Maybe, but maybe um, one of those people stole your identity. <laughs> but yeah, like I, it might've been, it might've been someone stole my identity. I take this back. Yeah. Like I met people like I met someone in Canada that listened to the show. Like, and I know you love this too. Cause like, that's why I want to share it with you. But like, I do love like when someone comes up to me, like, and it just gives my wife and daughter like a laugh. Same. I know, <laughs> Cause I know like best. Valerie and, Mallory and Pam crack up too. So I thought that was cool. So if you get, I just wanted to say like, it was awesome meeting all of you. I met a lot of you and like, if you see me in the parks or resorts, like don't be a stranger, man. I, I love catching up and Same. talking to people and meeting new people. Same. It's so cool. Especially when my wife and daughters are with me too. <laughs> I still best. remember the first time I met these two sisters, Kristen and, um, oh man, they're from Ohio. One is now a, cause they were one. I think at the time one was in like, like a freshman in high school. And the other one, I think was like a freshman in college, two sisters, the Cola sisters 
One is now a pediatric surgeon in Florida, wow. and she's married and all that. Because I, I follow them on Instagram still. But that was the first person that came up in a park. It was at Epcot. It was in Norway. And he has to get a picture. And Pam's eyes were just rolling like, <laughs> no way someone's going to get a picture with my husband because he does a Disney podcast. And I still like show that picture to this day like, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. I love that. But yeah, that was so funny. I love it. It's oh. That's one thing I want to wrap up because we got to get out of here because we're at the top of the hour. But you mentioned about the cruising and how we, you know, kind of got to know each All other right. on the cruise and how people make those friendships. I am not kidding. It is so true because when you're on a cruise, everybody is so chill because you're away from the real world for a few solid days at least. You know, sometimes it's seven, sometimes it's five, four, three, whatever it is. But you're out there and all you have to worry about is going to see shows, having good meals, going to the beach. You know, hanging out at the arcade, eating pizza at 1130 at night that you probably shouldn't be having, ice creams. And when you're relaxed like that, it's so funny because, you know, we've done five of these podcast cruises before. And we, it, this happens at our meetups, too, at races and so forth. I mean, mm -hmm. you've seen it with the Lizards, too. But I think it happens at, like, an accelerated rate on these cruises is that, you know, the kids are all of a sudden running around together for 24-7 for three, four, five days at a time. And then they, you know, nowadays it's so much easier to stay in touch with social media and stuff like that. And no kidding, like you mentioned it, that friendships are made for life on these cruises and at these meetups. But here's the one thing I was having this conversation with one of our listeners about the other day that stinks about all this is that, and I've said this to you many times, is that like, we're like best friends, you know, and we always talk about doing all this stuff. But the one drawback to this whole thing is it like on Friday nights, man, I would love to be able to just like, like you come to my football game, you know, and just hang out on a Friday night. Like you come to LS Teca with us for dinner. We go, you know, and just hang out here. Like, it, it's awesome that we can all be friends and like you can be in Lansing and, you know, I could be at St. Louis yeah. and we'd have never met. I mean, this would have not happened, but it does stink that, you know, <laughs> like you never get to hang out in person unless you go to Walt Disney World, you know, or get to meet up like. The distance right. is awesome that we get to be friends, but it's like, oh man, I wish we could just all hang out together all the time, which you don't get to do. It's hard. Yeah. That's the hardest part because like, I will admittedly say like my best friends now are like from like the, the podcast. Right. Same you for know? me. I, know. I mean, it's I have so some weird. local friends. I have some, like my buddy Jake that I golf with, you know, I work with them. Like we hang out, you know, but like, like, and I would consider him a great friend, but like, there's some of my best friends, you know, are like from here that live all over the country and it just like it just kills me sometimes you know when we're like, like wade's like in nebraska said, like, like we want to hang out with wade but i mean like you know you're in michigan I, wade's in i know nebraska. i always talk about like meeting wade but then i was like well maybe we could meet like at chicago then i find out well chicago's still eight hours for him you know yeah, like, yeah. so i guess we got to go to st louis mike that's probably like more, more Iowa. Around, yeah. yeah like dyersburg yeah. will be to feel the dreams or something yeah. yeah but then there's like i always kick around like other trips like i hate to say that sometimes but like I know Wade's family's like really in the skiing, go to Colorado. Maybe the gardeners like venture out and like see other parts of the country. Yeah, you know, true. as much as I love my Disney parks, there is so much to see. And um, yeah, I just, you, you absolutely hit it, man. That's the worst of it. Is. You know, it is. like it's, it's just middle of summer. You feel like you should be having like a barbecue, having know, all your friends whole, over. I know that's the whole thing. Cause I just saw like one of those memories today. It was on this day where we're at the Shingold's old house and That's we had those slumber yeah. parties. Remember yeah. like yeah. those are, those are fun too. I just, <laughs> there's, there's more to this podcast. I feel like than Disney is those friendships and like, yeah, just, um, I just wish we could just yeah. see each other more. That's like my only problem with it. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky because like I said, we, we get to do this. Yeah. You know, we, we wouldn't have ever got like to meet. This. We talk all the time. I mean, we talk all the time, but it's just those things where, you know, it's just, you know, a Friday night, it'd be fun to, you know, just hang out and get an ice cream, you know, be able to yeah. have our families get, but you know, if that's the worst case, that's not bad. And Wade's right. We got to get that charity bib going. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to get out of here because we are running late, but we're going to have the shows this week. So join us. We are going to record on Monday. I know that I said it was going to be on Tuesday this week i lied it's going to be on monday we're going to go a little bit early so join us at five o'clock eastern if you're listening to us live tonight on sunday we're going to go five o'clock eastern on the lister question show immediately following with the friday show so we'll take care of that and we'll have all the shows this week so join us for that don't forget the podcasts are always brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your disney trip planning needs whether you're headed to walt disney world disneyland disney cruise line adventures by disney the agents will take great care of you from the time you fill out that free no obligation quote form Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. As you go back to school, use uh, the Amazon link. It's where you 
So we honestly got most of uh, Mallory's high school school supplies because they're all sold out at Target uh, where we normally go. So if you're going to do that, just use our Amazon affiliate link. It'll really help us out. It's Amazon.com slash Guest Podcast. And sorry if you hear Riley chewing on the uh, hedgehog that's squeaking. Patreon.com slash Podcast. you want to support the show, that is a great way to do it. You get the bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. And thanks to all the patrons who continue to support the show. Give Scott a follow on the on the uh, Instagram and Twitter at Epscott. Check out all his photos and the great putt he made for a birdie, a two, a deuce, just today before doing the show. That was pretty awesome. Uh, also, Palm Trees of Disney is there, too, so check that out on Instagram. I'm at Mike. Give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter as well. And uh, we'll be back again next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, taking your calls, talking Disney, and we always appreciate hanging out with you. So thanks for being here with us today. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.